play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 169. Just plugging away, knocking them out left and right. Yeah, indeed we are. Trying yes. to get it closer to the release date, at least I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it is great. 169. Technically, it's like 260 or something. I, I, I forget. It's, it's somewhere. But... Uh, a lot of episodes. Thank you for anybody. If it's your first time, thank you for joining us now. If you're coming back, thank you for joining us again. Oh, we're going to get into some great music because that's what we do on the show. Talk about a lot of great music. Uh, let's get after it. So we'll, let's talk about some recent releases and some upcoming releases before we get into talking about some actual new music on the show. So on the 13th of July, Discover a Fire put out The Rest is Mystery. And The Hacklers put out Another Round. The Uppers put out Get Down With. Uh, I don't have exact release dates. Those might only be on vinyl, not digital so far. I'll get those hopefully for the next show. But those, uh, look for both those. Both are, are really good. I, I've heard some tracks over on YouTube from some of those. On the 14th, Masked Intruder released Three Turbo which is essentially their album three, which was their last album they released, but like three or four extra songs added on to it. Uh, Numbskull released uh, Hold Your Breath, and that was on July 15th. On the 16th, the Von Tramps released Sarah. That was a single. On the 16th, also Chain Whip released Demo 2020. Stepping Stone released Escape from the Junkyard. On the 17th, Strike Anywhere released Nightmares of the West. The Lawrence Arms on the 17th released Skeleton Coast. Also on the 17th, Tommy and the Commies, Hurtin' for Certain. On the 17th, Ramallah released Last Gasp of Street Rock and Roll. We'll be talking about that here shortly. The Path released a split with Psychic Weight, Fight Death. That is the name of that one, uh, the name of that split. Uh, the Subjects, they released on the 18th. Uh, Punk Singles Part 1, and that is, uh, th that's a good one there. Uh, the Slackers released Sleep Outside, that's a single, look for it on Pirates Press, I believe they have something else coming. Uh, Gumio from Korea, they have the single Dash ING, or Dash ING, uh, I haven't had a chance to get into that one yet, but looking forward to it. Looking forward to getting that one on the show. They have a five-track EP coming. That's the single that you can check out before the five-track gets here. Street Bastard released a single, which is a cover. Have You Never Been Mellow? Have You Never Been Mellow? That's the single. Had to say it twice. Felt like I said it wrong the first time. That came out on the 21st. On the 24th, there will be... Sun Obather's releasing Floater EP. The Raging Nathans will be releasing Oppositional Defiance. Spunk Volcano and the Eruptions will be releasing Football in the Sun. On the 30th, the Parasitics will be releasing No End in Sight. The 3D Bees will be releasing Get Your Retaliation in First. That's on the 30th. On the 1st, No Effects will be releasing their split with Frank Turner. West Coast versus Wessex. 
They're both uh, doing some tracks of each other, and I believe there's at least one of each already out there. A video, NoFX has done or put a video out already. Cool, cool stuff if you're looking forward to NoFX and Frank Turner. And then Tough Actin' Tin Actins will be releasing Rad. That'll be on July 31st. Also coming up sometime, I think this month, but not official release dates yet, The Divided will have Pack of Lies EP. Abro Vink will be releasing Where History Still Stands. And Labelle will be releasing Gear de Position. And those three are either coming out sometime this month or early next month, but I didn't see those release dates. Eric, what are you looking forward to? Well, on the list... I am looking forward to that uh, No Effects and Frank Turner crossover. It sounds like it'll be a lot of fun. It is? Yeah. From what I've heard of it anyway. Yeah. And uh, uh, some stuff elsewhere in the music spectrum. There is this uh, new new album from the band Year of the Knife. And they are just releasing a lot of uh, teasers, a lot of uh, some teaser singles before we're dropping the album in August. So I'm excited for that. And also there's some new stuff uh, coming from Pig Destroyer. They're going to be releasing a new EP sometime this year. No real dates. I just saw it. I just got the email from them. You're right. That EP, The Octagonal Stairway, uh, on their Bandcamp page, is set to release August 28th. Ah, perfect. I just got that email from them this past week. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that one as well. They have one track that you can listen to already, and then I think the other four or five on the EP will probably release on that release date. Yeah, they will. That, uh, that single, The Cavalry, we actually played that on here when it first came out. Awesome. Yeah. So that was, maybe it wasn't when it first came out, but it was, it was relatively new. Yeah. Well, but it's about to be a part of a brand new release, but we got to wait another five weeks for that one. Yeah, <laughs> at least there was a, at least there is a flow of new music coming out. You know, yes, it's not like the virus has uh, bombed us back to a year ago, where we're talking about albums that were released last year, right? And uh, by the way, you said the year of the knife, right? Internal incarceration. Yeah. They're releasing that on August sixth or seventh. Sorry, ah. August seventh. So that's also it's on the list, but just a little outside of ten days is about two weeks away. Yeah, so I kind of. I uh, kind of gave a spoiler, but yeah, you, you year of the night, you, you knew what was coming out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but for anyone who wants to uh, uh, get a, get a head start, now you know. <laughs> Excellent. Yep. And also, my uh, an album that I really enjoyed is the one that we are getting into with new tracks, and yes. that was the new. Ramallah released Last Gasp of Street Rock and Roll. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, getting to play this track. I'm glad you picked it. Uh, I've been looking forward to the new Ramallah band from Boston. A lot of great bands coming out of Boston. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and especially one that's just so, uh, let's see. I mean, they are veterans. We'll we'll say that. (laughs) Founded by and continue to be Boston hardcore veterans. And yeah, Ramallah has been they've been pretty dormant for like the since the release of their last album. But to uh, a lot of people's surprise, they did come back in in the form of uh, playing a Blood for Blood cover set at This Is Hardcore. We're also playing as Ramallah. 
Awesome. Yeah, so that was a real big surprise, and it was a welcome, uh, welcome return. But I thought that they were going to be one of the um, one of the dozen or so hardcore bands that reunite to play a few shows, but don't really have any plans for new music or releases or anything like that. So I was surprised that I was I was told Ramallah's releasing a new record, not an EP, not a single or anything like that, a full blown record. And that's what we got here. And yeah, definitely, definitely a lot of punk sincerity, a lot of stuff that teeters on the realm of street punk and also uh, skinhead music as well. But, and also just a, a nice variety of uh, references to Blood for Blood songs or lyrics or anything like that, just to kind of, I don't know, just to kind of uh, reinvigorate that status, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and even still, there's a uh, uh, re-recorded acoustic version of the song Bye Bye, which was on the last Ramallah album. And it kind of gives it a bit, kind of gives it a bit of an edge. Some, uh, let's see, some unpredictableness of, uh, <laughs> of what we got on this record. Right. And the record is really short, clocking in at around, uh, I think, just under half an hour with each song. And one of those eights was the uh, Dead Girls and Dead Boys Anthem, which was a song that eh, stood out to me the most. I think and they I did a video for this one. I think I just watched the video maybe like uh, last week. Seems like, a, you know, probably shortly before the, the release since uh, it was last Friday when that album was released. So uh, I yeah. think that one they've, they've just put a video out for. So be on the lookout. Go check out the, the video. Oh, I will have to check that out. I wasn't aware that they were doing videos still. But that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, let's uh, let's get into the song. Enough of me talking about it. Let's let the song speak for itself. It's Dead Girls and Dead Boys Anthem. It's about what to expect from the new Ramallah record. Friends are great, but they cannot save you. Drugs kill the pain, but they never heal you. I know that hope is a bitch and she betrayed you. All I can tell you, kid, is Ha, 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 dear, what have I done? Like what? You're the only one I ever loved. Do 
Good stuff. I like Ramallah. Go check out that video. Uh, speaking of videos, maybe I'll have to put it on. Just released the first video that I'm doing with Punkanoi Worldwide, POW TV. Uh, it's over on the Punkanoi Worldwide Instagram page. And maybe maybe it went over to the Facebook, too. And maybe I'll put it on the Punkanoi Worldwide YouTube as I get more. I've got a few episodes ready to go. And so I'll start putting those out. So if you're into watching music videos and into shit like MTV, or at least the way MTV was originally, that's what we're doing. And I'll have to look at getting that video on there as well. That'd be awesome. All right. Next up. Love the visual. <laughs> right? I, I love the visuals. I love the... I want to make sure it's not a dying art. I think bands are still putting out videos and... Uh, I still want to give appreciation to him, talk about him, uh, make, you know, give the appreciation, whatever we can do so bands continue to, to create videos. I think it's awesome. So uh, definitely we got to get out and support that as much as possible. And so I started POW TV. So hopefully people are interested and people will check them out and enjoy all the, the videos that people are putting out. Yep. And if we're successful enough we'll have ban more bands uh, coming to us saying what about us <laughs> right right well uh exactly and I i'm looking forward to checking out more videos and more videos on top of you know the music that gets sent our way the videos as well check out videos and, and get some of those put out in the meantime though on this show let's play some more new music let's play a band from avila's spain the band is bristol bulldogs they just released a new EP on July 5th. It's called Same Shit. And we're going to check out a track called Zoven Skinhead. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's X-O-V-E-N. Zoven Skinhead. What do you think, Eric? Am I close? I think it's pretty close. All right, we'll go with it then. Uh, let's check it out. This is Bristol Bulldogs. Mm -hmm. 
Bristol Bulldogs, Joven Skinhead. They're from Avila, Spain. Good stuff. I like that band. I think they have a good sound. I really like that track. And again, EP has a handful of tracks, so get out there and go check it out. Eric, what'd you think? I definitely will check out the EP. That'll like some great mixture right there. Yes. And I also, I also really love it when uh, uh, bands have two separate vocalists with very uh, distinct voices and just kind of uh, mix that in and have like alternating vocal passages. I love that style. I do too. I'm a big fan of that. I think they did a good job with it. And I think if you like that, you're going to like the other tracks as well. I think so. <laughs> So, yeah, get out there, check it out. Let's do one more new one before we uh, before we move on to some of the older, lesser known. So new one here, Charge 69. That's the band. Uh, they're from Metz in France. They've been a band since 1993, so congratulations to them. 27 years as a band so far. Uh, very accomplished band. Uh, this record right here is their eighth album as a band, and the record is called uh, Tout Debout. And to debout translates from French into all standing. And we're going to play the track called Punk Attitude. Uh, if you're not familiar with these guys, then you should check them out. Again, there's eight albums, so seven other ones before this one to check out. And they've done a ton of touring. It looks like approximately a 1,000 shows from France, Europe, Canada. It doesn't look like they've been to the U.S., but... Uh, a thousand shows, that's a ton of shows, France, Europe, Canada, throughout those years. Uh, a lot of great stuff. Plus, they've got, they're on other compilations and EPs, singles, and so forth. A lot of great stuff. So get out there and check this out. It's new, just came out April 25th of this year. So new music off of Tout Debout. This is Punk Attitude from Charge 69. Yeah. 
Yes, Charge 69, another great one there on this episode so far. Obviously, uh, first band there, Ramallah, singing in English, but we've had a band singing Spanish, band singing French. We're all over the place. The bands are from all over the place. Eric, what do you think of the Charge 69? Well, that was, staying on the subject of voices, that guy had a very distinct gravel voice. Right? <laughs> yeah, I really like that one. <laughs> right. Uh, one great thing after doing the podcast, after especially the Punkinoy Worldwide, where I'm specifically going, you know, listening to large quantities of music from other places throughout the world. So you're hearing uh, music in other languages right now on Punkinoy Worldwide. I'm doing a bunch of, uh, I did Mexico, Central America. Now I'm doing a bunch of episodes exclusively bands from South America. So a lot of Spanish, a lot of Portuguese. And you get to hear. Uh, you know, different bands, different languages, and they just have a, a cool sound, a good appreciation. You know, like like you're pointing out the sound of his voice, but I think also w- the way he's singing. You know, the the language that he's singing in can have yeah. that that effect too. It's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's all in let's see. It's all in presentation, and it's all in just like how you how you omit omit the words from your mouth. Right, and. You know, a lot of the stuff, I don't, I, I speak some uh, French, even less Spanish. So any of the yeah. other languages I've played stuff in, you know, I don't know anything. Uh, I barely know anything in those other two languages that I'm hearing. Uh, so most of the time, I don't know what they're singing about, especially, you know, in Europe, there's so many different languages that, that we've played. I, I've played bands in Czech and Swedish and uh Dutch, uh, you know, just uh, so many different languages uh, all throughout French and Spanish and Portuguese, Italian. We can keep going, right? And I don't know those, but they still sound great. You know, music can sound great. doesn't matter which language it's being sung in. Yeah, absolutely. We do love quite a handful of of bands that all have different languages. Right. But I still find myself attracted to them. Yep. Yep. Well, let's yeah, jump into some... English. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of English, we're going to play a band who's singing in English, but uh, to kick off our older, lesser known, the, the band that you picked is, again, not from uh, the U.S., just like the last two bands. They're from... Or they're formed in Edmonton, but uh, moved to Vancouver. So been out of Vancouver up there in Canada for quite some time. Eric... Who'd you pick this week? I picked one of the leading purveyors of 80s hardcore as we know it. And uh, this is actually the only old song that I, uh, that I picked for this episode. This, everything else is uh, very, <laughs> very new. Yes, and yes, I, I see that. <laughs> I didn't exactly uh, plan for this, but I realized before the episode started, every song on that I chose for uh, this week's episode has to do somewhat with the modern world. Oh, well, look at yep. that. <laughs> Pretty much. And, uh, but this was the one I intensely pick because it's uh, dealing with current affairs. And the band that I chose is SNFU. We all know, we ought to all know who they are. They've been, uh, <laughs> they've been one of the leading, uh, uh, leading members of the hardcore scene that has soldiered on way in through the 90s and just helped kind of put Canadian hardcore on the on the map pretty much. It's awesome. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, the, we were met with some met with some sad news last week as their lead singer Chi Pig or Ken Chin, if you're uh, on a close family members, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, Chi Pig uh, passed away age 57. Lived a lived a hell of a life to get that old and. It's unknown what the cause of his death is, at least right now. So many are kind of suspecting that had to do with uh, uh, with a case of pneumonia that he had come down with last year, and there might have been some complications. But nobody knows yet. And yeah, it was kind of hard to choose uh, an S an SNFU song that very easily portrayed uh, his character and his uh, devotion to the scene. And really just the way how to kind of, uh, I don't know, assemble grief and his death and whatnot. But if you really look at the, especially in the early lyrics of SNFU, you could tell that uh, it was, there were a lot of uh, songs with uh, dark humor that would, I don't know, some of them really did make me cringe. I'm thinking, he actually said that? <laughs> Yeah, just to just to the point where you're thinking, is this guy actually uh, going working in the graveyard and digging up bodies? Because <laughs> they do have a song like that. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, it's all taken in uh, all taken in a lot of good humor. I mean, G Pig was really was really carving a niche out for SNFU, and that was just like, yeah, we're making a we're making a bunch of social commentary, but. We're poking fun at a lot of crazy stuff. You can believe what you want, <laughs> and yeah, that's what that's what led me to their uh, <clears throat> excuse me. That's what led me to their first album, which you know, and no one else wanted to play. <laughs> and I was looking through that one. I wanted to keep a classic, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's just choose the the song that I think best uh, exemplifies. Uh, she, his uh, attitude and his uh, and his humor, and this is just kind of my way of uh, carrying on his uh, tribute and just reminding us what he was really what he was really put on this earth for, and unfortunately now is taken from us. Yeah, but that is the song, loser at life, loser at death. Excellent. Yep.
SNFU. Oh yeah, and that even even something as uh, you know as exact as and emotionally draining as death. SNFU managed to uh, find a joke out of it, <laughs> especially the last lyrics. You know, he lit himself in the flames, and what do you know? It went and rained. <laughs> Uh, just, just tongue in cheek humor like that, and I really, really appreciate uh, dark humor in songs, and really, especially punk songs. They, they can get so outlandish. And there's a handful of uh, songs elsewhere in the community that exist and are pretty good, like "Suicidal Failure" from "Suicidal Tendencies" comes to mind, and uh, I quite the entire Circle Jerks discography, but. SNFU was one of those purveyors in uh, bringing it down from the north. Like SNFU, there, Canada. Let's move on to Houston, Texas. Eric, from Houston, Texas, there's a band called Guillotine, or The Guillotine, sorry. And uh, there was a band I played not too long ago called Guillotines out of the UK, and they were going to be releasing something, and so I was looking for it, and I came across this other band, The Guillotines, and they are from Conroe, which is near Houston in Texas. They're kind of a garage punk band, and I was curious, as what is this? And so listen to it a little bit. It's pretty cool. They released Heads Will Roll back in November of 2015, and they were founded by the infamous Robert Kahn, uh, he plays guitar. He was in the Pagans, AK-47s, The Plague, and Defnix. Defnix I'm not familiar with, but I've heard of the others, especially the Pagans, AK-47s. Uh, and he co-founded the band with his wife, Jewel, who plays bass. So Robert on guitar, Jewel on bass. And we have this band. They are kind of, you know, I was reading about them saying that their sound kind of comes from that 70s Cleveland, New York sound. Don't know that I know enough about the older sound there to, to you know, give any anything to that or any feedback to that. But that's, you know, for, for those that do or do understand that, there you go. Maybe you'll get that from this band. Uh, but they are a newer band. Again, they, they released this November of 2015. Heads Will Roll is the release. Let's give a, a check out to one of the tracks. Let's listen to the, uh, the single, not single, the song, Cool Heads.
Well, there is the guillotines again, not to be mistaken with the other guillotines that I've played on the show from the UK. This band is from Texas. They have a garage punk sound kind of mixed with that 70s punk sound. And there we go. I, I, I What do you think? I think they have a fun sound to them. Absolutely. Definitely a little bit more on the, let's see, on the pogo side. Again, want people to be up and down and like, uh, a very sing-along status to them as well. Absolutely. And uh, I, I saw that they had played some shows before all the COVID lockdowns. And it looks like, you know, from some of their other music as well, their other tracks, they almost kind of fit in that horror punk genre as far as the theme of some of their songs go. And so they kind of have that little bit of twist. So if you're interested in that style there and this kind of garage 70s sound, uh, you should definitely be checking them out. I mean, if you like the Pagans, AK-47s, there you go. Robert Kahn is still playing. That is the Guillotines. We're going to play one more track in this kind of, it's not really older or lesser known. I guess it's a little older, but uh, I didn't really have something that would fit in this part of the show, the touring or the fundraiser or the lockdown or the bands departing you know breaking up those type of things that's kind of what we've been fitting right here in the middle of the show didn't really have something i wanted to play this week but i was thinking about that interview we we'd had a long interview last week with tony uh awesome western addiction is great love playing that uh glad that he's in swinging utters now too and a lot of cool releases uh the the, the band has done and then a couple of the you know the newer ones with tony as well but we talked about the band that he did, Sciatic Nerve. And, you know, I was calling it a super group, but that's because you have members from Swing Utters, Nothington, and Western Addiction all playing in this band. So from Santa Rosa, California, we have Sciatic Nerve. I call them super group, and I'm going to stick with that. Uh, they're, this band, their style of music, just as Tony said, it's kind of a an obvious and intentional diversion from the members' previous works. That came from, I think, their Facebook page, maybe. Uh, I like it. I played this probably back around October of 2017. Uh, you know, some new tracks. I played a track off of that album way back then. Uh, now we talked to Tony, and we talked about that band a little bit, and I called it a super group and such. I think, well, shit, we should play something from it again. So that's what we're plugging in here. If you didn't check out the last episode, do so. Check out that interview we did with Tony. We talk about all kinds of great stuff, including Western Addiction. And we mentioned this band here, Sciatic Nerve. So off of their self-titled Sciatic Nerve, which came out October of 2017, let's listen to the track Bright Lights.
that sciatic nerve. Bright lights. Again, go check out that episode. Had you listened to the sciatic nerve stuff prior to, Eric? Uh, No, I did not. Though I knew that was a band I was going to check out uh, after the interview, but just (laughs) completely spaced my mind. But now that I have listened to them, I'm starting to see where the... uh, uh, where that kind of uh, rock and roll influence on Frail Bray's new album, or <laughs> the new album Frail Bray from Western Addiction came from. Right. Because a lot of it in that song, it's kind of blues riffs and shit. That's so cool. I really enjoyed that. That is awesome. Well, I hope everybody else did. Go check out that uh, last episode interview with Tony. Go check out the new Western Addiction. And if you hadn't uh, checked out Sciatic Nerve yet, go do so now. Eric, let's do some great cover-to-cover albums. Who'd you pick? Oh, yeah. Going back to uh, uh, stuff of this year, I chose an album from a band that I had played on two different sections on this uh, podcast before. One was a new song, and one was just a straight metal song. And now... We have them existing in the great cover-to-cover album. And I am talking about Salt Lake City's own Crow Killer. Excellent. Yes, and Crow Killer, they are a band who's been uh, who's been kind of a uh, local favorite from uh, from everyone in the hardcore or metalcore scene or stuff like that. They do appeal to a lot of hardcore kids because the band is pretty much uh, conceived of a bunch of hardcore kids, both both old and new who have this uh, metal influence, or at least have a history of being in bands with a very metal influence, and Crow Killer is no exception. <laughs> if you remember the tracks that we uh, that we played on this show, they are a band who's got uh, got a lot of downstroking riffs and a lot of uh, metallic influence, and still have a bunch of hardcore breakdowns. And I can't, I can't shame them for that, because I love that shit. Excellent. Yeah. But anyway, they have a they have their new full length out. It's been been out for a minute. It did come out in uh, in March of this year, and I hadn't had a chance to listen to it because, uh, <laughs> calling back to my injury, like I had that and going on with my head, and I completely forgot all the music I was supposed to listen to. So <laughs> that can be a nice. <laughs> I think nice we can forgive you for that and, and overlook that that uh, shortcoming you had there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, <laughs> I'd say this is part of the recovery process. And the, first, I'm healing physically. Now I'm healing uh, mentally, I guess you can say that. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. So I got a chance to listen to, uh, to the new Crow Killer this uh, last weekend, and it is a fucking banger of an album. And... I know I usually say like uh, when I pick the uh, when I pick a cover to cover album, it's a pain in the ass to uh, pick just two good ones to represent. But this was pretty easy. I had, since I had already played two of their greatest songs already that were released as singles, now I'm like, okay, now I can cut down on the on the album to choose from. Well, it's a, literally a great cover to cover album because this will be like you said, four tracks from it that we'll have played over a series of episodes. That's pretty awesome. Yep. And the album itself is only 10 tracks long. So if you've been listening uh, religiously to this uh, podcast, you'll have heard about half of the album after this one. So, so yeah, let's, uh, let's play the first song. The first song that really uh, 
that really got to me was called uh, Contrite. Contrite, or however you want to pronounce it. Just, I'm going to uh, go with that too, Contrite. Yeah, Contrite. Yeah, just an absolutely belligerent, chaotic song, kind of uh, kind of weighing in on uh, each side of their influences. Uh, at least that's what I hear. I hear some, I hear some thrashy parts. I hear some more uh, death metal parts, and of course, there is a bunch of uh, there is a bunch of hardcore influence in this one. That's the filter it's coming out of, and that's the way it's going to be. So, and doesn't mean that the result's bad. And that's what made this a great cover to cover album for me. So let's give this one a listen. Let's see what it represents. first one that was contrite oh yeah <laughs> it's contrite but man it just it just levels you out <laughs> <laughs> it's good yeah, it, and yeah that's one of the things that i love about uh, this first uh, lp that they released as opposed to their ep i mean the ep does share some similarities right down to having re-recorded versions of two of its songs in this album 
And, and yeah, a lot of the style is very similar. The only major key differences I see are one is the fact that they have a lot of uh, movie dialogue playing before, after, or even in between the song, like a lead into the breakdown, pretty much. Huh. Yeah, it's got a lot of cool, got a lot of cool stuff. And even if, even showing off some tongue and cheek stuff, like for one, uh, during the re-recorded version of "Fight Back," it has like a three three levels of descent during its breakdown, and before each pause. During each pause, there's a different movie quote that goes in, and I'm just like, it doesn't even really make sense, but they're just poking fun at them. I like the style pretty much. <laughs> I really love that. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, but one thing in general that I do love about Crow Killer is uh, the style of music. It does uh, it does add for like list of. Uh, emotions to be let out like it's an emotional output for a lot of anger and any type of frustration hardcore music's really always been that way uh but they're also doing uh, uh they're also doing things where it's like you can be emotional in uh talking about sadness and depression and anxiety and stuff like that and this leads me into the next song i chose close grip uh close grip is the i've had i've actually played on this show before and close grip was a very was a short-lived band because the singer was uh in an altercation which led to his death uh being shot <clears throat> uh, being shot in the head and which ultimately led to the breakup of the band close grip and a couple other members of close grip are in this band crow killer and in this song they uh you know, which they named after the former band, you could just sense all this emotion, this mixed feelings of anger and sadness because of the way that their friend had, or brother or however they want to uh, relate themselves to him, just because of how he went down and was taken from this planet. Right. Yeah, and it's really, it's an art form to kind of handle that, especially in this style of, metallic hardcore where it's just known for its intensity its aggression and it's uh often chaotic uh, style about it but it's a style that uh close grip did uh, in that song that i played a few a few months breath a few months back so i feel like this was a it was like treading waters that had already been treaded before so they knew how to handle it and how to present it pretty much so, so yeah, and this is a great album closer. I thought it was very, I thought it was just uh, sticking out so much that it was impossible to ignore and uh, just kind of bring it onto the podcast because I feel like it needs to be heard. Excellent. Well, let's do it. Here it is, Close Grip. Yes. Line on the intro, if you're writing to it, there's bass guitar going on through the first part. Yeah, it hears you. I'll know. So here we are, left alone, without you here, what are we gonna do, now things are, not so clear, 
That's a cool tribute song there. Oh yeah, it's, uh, yeah, definitely uh, emotionally rampant song. But as as the genre of hardcore, I think should be. You know, it's just you got a 
you got an emotion, you got a feeling inside you. This is a great output in which it can be released. Right. And yeah, something especially that crazy and emotionally draining as a depth of somebody close to you, it does call for output like that. And I just love when it's uh, put through a creative output, no matter what genre you do, whether it's like paint or photography or music. But since I'm, uh, since I'm attached to this uh, certain type of music, I always love hearing what people's uh, output comes out as, especially one as complex as this one. It was great stuff. And that's Crow Killer from Salt Lake City. Yep, there you go. Whole album is out. So uh, if you like what you heard here or like what you heard previously, then do yourself a favor and give yourself a listen to this. Absolutely. Uh, yep, it's definitely not a track skipper. It's something that you can listen to twice or three times in one day. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Now the... Now that album of the year is complete. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Let's move on to what you uh, what you chose, Dustin. Maybe album of the year 2004. Either way, it's definitely a really good album. Uh, the band is Hazen Street, and if you're not familiar, you should definitely check them out. They only put out the one album. Uh, the album's called Hazen Street, self-titled there. The band formed in early 2004, and July 20th of 2004, they released the album, it is a supergroup. I should have probably done a whole episode full of supergroups, but I only did two. Sciatic Nerve and then Hazen Street. But again, in 2004, and they've done a few get-together shows here and there up through at least 2011. Uh, so for some festivals and stuff like that, they get together and play some tracks. But the band consists of Freddie Critchian and Hoya Rock of Madball, Toby Morse of H2O, uh, David Kennedy of Boxcar Racer, Over My Dead Body, and eventually he was in uh, Angels and Airwaves, uh, Mackie from the Cro-Mags and Bad Brains, and then Chad Gilbert from Newfound Glory co- co-wrote and helped record every song on the album, but he was dismissed by Newfound Glory's record label due to a contract dispute, so they replaced him with Brian Mitz Daniels of Madball. So a handful of guys from Madball on here, plus all the other guys like Toby Morse. Uh, you'll definitely get at least two, two sets of vocals if you listen to all the tracks. We're going to listen to a couple of the great tracks. There's so many good ones from this record. I think they did a great job. And the only disappointing thing is they only did the one back in 2004. It'd be awesome if they got together and did another one. But let's get into it. We're going to play the first track up here is called Fool the World. Fantastic track. The album is so good, so you should definitely go check it out. If you haven't heard of them before or heard this, you'll know why after we check it out. So here it goes, Fool the World.
and walked with heat What does it all mean to me? Not a thing If I don't live to write and sing About the life, about strife, about everything H2O, you definitely got to love that band. I thought they were fantastic when they first came out. Obviously, the uh, you know the vocalist sounded familiar to me, and when I found out who it was and who was in there, I loved them even more. Eric, were you familiar with Hazen Street? Yeah, I was familiar with Hazen Street, and I it's been quite a few years since I listened to them, and I guess you could say it was like a uh, an unsolicited introduction into New York hardcore for me. Oh, but awesome. I had no idea that these guys were in other bands. Just <laughs> I didn't really bother to do my research on it. I just knew I liked the music. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm glad we're here to educate everybody that listens, and sometimes it's you and me educating each other. Yep. That's, uh, that's what we're here to do. We that's are- right. We are punk teachers. (laughs) Well, they are a great band. Let's get into one more track from them. Uh, I think their music says everything that I could say about them. Uh, And then we'll get into some metal tracks. So let's listen to one more. This really is a great album. So go check out the album Hazen Street. Uh, I love all the stuff, H2O and Madball. You know, those are two just top bands for me. And then those other guys, uh, David Kennedy, Chad Gilbert, uh, Mackie are involved in some fantastic bands, Love Crow Mags, Bad Brains, uh, Newfound Glory, Angels and Airwaves, Boxcar Racer, you know, just involved with a lot of great bands. That's how you know you got a super group. Uh, guys involved with a lot of great bands. Let's get into one more here. Let's do it. It is Stick Up Kid. 
Stick Up Kid from Hazen Street. I hope you enjoyed it. It's a great album. Self-titled there. It came out 2004, almost exactly 16 years ago. July 20th is when it came out. So a couple days ago, exactly 16 years since that Hazen Street came out. Great stuff. But still, it still really holds up. It's a, it's yeah. a fun bit of a melodic hardcore. Absolutely. So it came out at the right time. And it's nice that it's still remembered this day. Yes, we do our part, right? (laughs) Exactly. Well, let's get into some metal, Eric. Let's wrap up the show. We got a couple metal tracks. What do you got? Looks like they're both brand new stuff. Uh, Yours is about a month old. Mine's about two weeks old. Yes, that's true. And this is uh, rounding out like all the... uh, all the new tracks that I unintentionally put together, but I also realized that as the show goes on, I'm realizing they're all kind of, uh, they all kind of have a uh, similar theme around death. Like everything I said about a uh, close grip. Then there was a song, the SNFU song, loser life, loser of death. And of course, dead girls and <laughs> dead boys anthem from, uh, from, <laughs> so yeah unintentionally i'm uh, continuing this uh tread with uh <clears throat> with the new lamb of god song and this did come off of the uh, latest album that came out uh just last month it's about a month old june 19th and this was another one that i had been putting on the uh putting on the back burner i wasn't sure how to uh I don't know, really what to expect from Lamb of God at this point. But uh, but I just listened to it uh, the other day, listened to the whole album, and I do have to say that the second half is really much better than the first half. And here's why. It has to do with my pick of today. It is Resurrection Man. Excellent. So, yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of songs about death or dead people, and... We're finishing it off, sort of, with uh, bringing them back to life. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what the song is about. It's one of the reasons why, apart from the music just being unforgivable, just a, you know, just a trudge fest the whole way, pretty much. Uh, but the lyrics, uh, I know the Lamb of God, I mean, they're one of my favorite metal bands. Uh, they always walk on the dark side on their lyrical prowess. A lot of their songs are based on true life events, whether it happened to them or not. They like to point out a lot of negative flaws in humanity and whatnot. But this one, they go full hammer horror on on this one. And, you know, I'm not to say if it was a true event or based on anything like that, but I really don't care. I think that the lyrics depicting a depicting a man working in a graveyard who digs up the dead and brings them back to life is 
it's going it goes pretty uh, B movie on me and in the best way possible. Excellent. I mean, uh, obviously the best way possible. It's on here, so I obviously have a very positive effect on it. So, yeah, this uh, definitely was a standout track on the album, aside from a few others. But I don't know. I don't want to take up the whole the whole episode talking about this. So let's just play it. Lamb of God, Resurrection Man from their self-titled album.
There was Lamb of God, Resurrection Man. Oh, yeah. I just realized that's also kind of like a uh, another play on words. Like you hear the band Lamb of God for the first time, you're probably expecting a lot of uh, religious sentiment or some gospel music or something like that. Because it is a very, the name does kind of lead into that uh, mentality. Right. When you hear a song like, ooh, Resurrection Man, someone who can bring people back from the dead. This must be someone so in touch with the spiritual prowess. And then it's just, you hear that. (laughs) What? Yep. (laughs) But yeah, that's, uh, I don't know if that was uh, intended for the song title, but what I do know for certain is it's a really good song. It's great, great new release there. That was their 10th studio album. Pretty impressive. They've been a band 26 years. They've got, they've been, they've been doing it a long time. Yeah, they have. Definitely, uh, yeah, definitely just makes you wonder how they can stick around that long and still be putting out, uh, I don't know, baller music. Let's <laughs> just say that. Right. I mean, full length 10, they've got to have 100 plus songs at least, right? Yeah. Especially after everything this band and the individuals within it have been going through. It's, it's something to hold a candle to, I think. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. It's, it's great stuff. This band I'm playing, we're going to wrap the show up. But before we do, one one band, one left, one track. Uh, they've been a band a long time, but they kind of broke up. And then the singer, he passed away. The band is Static X. Wayne Static died of like an accidental OD, essentially, from, in, in 2014. So he passed away about six years ago. Uh during that window that uh, the band had broke up, I think uh, their last album together was like 2009 maybe, and he was doing some solo stuff, and he recorded a bunch of demos, plus they had some demos from that last recording, and somebody came across, and one of the guys in the band uh, came across those, and they decided to rework a bunch of the stuff, use his vocals, they, they recruited a guy who they call Zero, X-E-R-O, or Edsel Dope, Depends on what you want to go with. Uh, they, they, you know, so some of the vocals on the new album, so Project Regeneration Volume One. They were just going to do Project Regeneration, but they ended up with so many demos and so many things that they could rework that they're going to put it into two albums. The first one came out July 10th. I've been a big fan of Static X since their very first album, Wisconsin Death Trip. And based on the metal picks, I think people can figure out, I listened to a lot of the new metal, industrial metal that was coming out of the late 90s and early 2000s, including Static X. Huge fan. I was looking forward to this. Uh, I picked a track that features uh, Wayne Static's vocals, and it sounds like Zero was supposed to have some of the vocals included in on this as well. About half the tracks on the first one include... Uh, original Wayne Static vocals. It's pretty awesome. Go check it out if you're a fan. Uh, it's pretty neat. You know, you, you hear about people like who's a Tupac or whoever always putting out new albums. They died 20 years ago, but new music keeps coming out somehow. Well, uh, you know, it's not only in rap. Here we go with uh, some Static X, some new vocals coming out from Wayne Static, even though we recorded these over six years ago. But the music's coming out now. The track that we are going to listen to from Project Regeneration Volume 1 is Follow. 
It'll have vocals. I think it has vocals from both. Definitely supposed to have vocals from Wayne Static. Here goes. There you go. There's some new Static X. The track was called Follow. What'd you think, Eric? Well, you know, it did sound like a lot of original Static X, but I was having, and I was having some trouble. Maybe this is uh, commending the uh, Wayne Zero. <laughs> yeah, but I was having trouble trying to figure out who was singing what. Right. This guy is a very good impressionist. I, I've seen some of the videos, and he, you know he's definitely giving the look uh, of Wayne Static. He's, he's got a mask on, but he's got the hair and such, and it kind of looks the the mask is kind of a Wayne kind of a Wayne's face, I guess, uh, on this particular one. But I heard some of the other tracks, and 
you know, if I wasn't looking at track listing and who they're giving credit for, uh, I, I wouldn't have known either. I, I just intentionally chose one of the ones that kind of did both, or at least it's giving credit to both, uh, just to kind of give a sample since we're only doing one track. But, it, you know, if you like Static X, go listen to it. The original guys from Wisconsin Death Trip are the ones that did this. But to be fair, uh, Trip Eisen, who, you know, once the, the band kind of reformed, with new members, you know, Wayne Static, but Trip Eisen was part of the group. And according to him, most all these tracks and all that stuff that Wayne Static had recorded, all those demo things were things that Trip had worked with him. So a lot of it's stuff that Trip did, but then the band might have reworked it enough that it's not the same thing. There's a lot of discrepancies there, but either way, I think you, you could, it's safe to say that uh, Trip had a lot of help. The original three guys besides Wayne had a lot of help, plus all the stuff that Wayne had already done. And, uh, you know, music engineers uh, had a lot to do with, I'm sure, compiling it all and Fantastic for Zero or Edsel Dope, whatever you want to call it, him. And <laughs> uh, I think it all turned out really cool. If you like Static X, you should definitely check out more of Project Regeneration Volume 1 and just be on the lookout of more of it coming out before you know i don't know how long really who knows but they've got material already they just have to rework it so that wraps up the show eric where we can find these bands where so on instagram you can find them at ramala h x c at bristol underscore bulldogs dot seven seven at charge six nine underscore official underscore at s n g u underscore official it's o-f-i-s-h-a-l at sciatic underscore nerve at crow killer hc at lamb of god at static x official the show is at slc punkcast eric where can we find you you can find me on instagram at scary uncle underscore eric underscore slc my band anonymous is also on instagram at anonymous underscore band official and the uh, publication I write for at SaganZyouth.com um, on Instagram, at SaganZyouth. And uh, that's a couple of small announcements from there. I mean, Anonymous is going into the studio this weekend, to uh, mainly for me, so I can record my vocals. Awesome. Yep. So an EP is on the horizon. Games. And also at Sagan's Youth, I got an article coming out, a potential interview with Crow Killer. So, awesome. again, figure I had announced it on this one. Seems to be a theme. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just uh, keep your eyes out for those if it, if it piques your interest. Do so, and you need to rest your voice the rest of the week. That way, you're going to be perfectly happy with all your recording. Oh yeah, I need to. I need to remember the pitch and the delivery and all that fun shit. And I'm, it all comes with a strong voice. So definitely keeping an eye out on that. Excellent. Well, you can find all the bands at or on Facebook at Ramallah Boston. Bristol Bulldogs have a page. Charge sixty nine's got a page at SNFU official at Die Guillotine or Die Dot Guillotines. At Sciatic Nerve, at Crow Killer HC, at Lamb of God, at Static X, the show's at SLC Punkcast. You can find the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Player FM, and also on SLC Punkcast.com. You found us somewhere, but you can find us so many other places. 
listen to us wherever it's most convenient. We appreciate you listening. And be on the lookout for the stuff that Eric's doing there on Sagan's Youth. And when that EP gets released, you know we're going to be playing something from Anonymous. So be on the lookout for all of those things. Follow the show. Follow Eric. Follow all the bands. Check it out. Let us know anything that we should be adding to those new tracks to, to talk about. And keep reaching out, bands. I've got a ton of emails. I caught up on a bunch of stuff over on Punk and I Worldwide. Did an episode a couple weeks back, maybe the beginning of the month, and I got a slew of emails to get to still, so keep them coming. And now that uh, I got the Punkanoi Worldwide, POW TV, start sending those videos uh, this direction too. Uh, I'll see what I can get to getting on there on the, the weekly episode there for POW TV. Until the next time. Play the fucking outro. Play the fucking outro.